Hello and welcome back to Industry Town. Today's guest is David Abbott, an actor and social media director who is here to talk to us about how to use Instagram. We're going to talk about how to use your vulnerability to get likes, should you specialize in one platform or another, the power of yes early on in a career, and what's going to come after Instagram. I learned a bunch from this episode, but two things about Dave I definitely didn't know before. One of them is how to pronounce his last name, which is incredibly embarrassing considering how long I've known him. The other is that this man was in the fucking Blue Man group, and I don't know how you bury a lead like that, but this man has managed to do it. So without further ado, let's get to Dave. Lock it up. Very quiet and still. Ready. Scene one, take three, A mark. Hello, David Abed. Welcome to Industry Town. Thank you, and it's pronounced Abed. Abed. Yes. I've been, I've been saying that wrong the so whole time. So is John. So it's that's uh, why. Some, at some point, you just give up. There's an there's a Simpsons joke from like eight years in. Bart's teacher is named Krabappel. I've been calling her Crandall. Why didn't someone tell me? Oh, I've been making an idiot out of myself. <laughs> I'm straight out of The Simpsons. It's one of my favorite jokes in anything <laughs> ever. I regularly turn to my brother and like, I've been calling her Crandall. <laughs> um, okay, so now that I've ruined your name. Yes, and the intro. And the intro. Yeah. Great. So we're not going to re-record okay. it. We're gonna, <laughs> no, we're no I think we in. keep all this. Leave it in. Yeah. Leave it in. Um, so I wanted to have you on. I want to talk about social media. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I remember the first time I looked at you on Instagram you have 47,000 followers. It's it's my most validating quality. <laughs> but that's an absurd number. Well, it's um it's a number based on a couple things. Um so about 2 years ago, I you know, I'm like most people that are many actors struggling, you know, not getting cast a lot, not getting called in a lot, and it's all about what can you have control over in your career. And I thought you know what? This is one area where I can have complete control. I can make content. I can grow the way I want to grow. And that's so rare in this industry. So about two years ago, I was like, I'm going to put my effort into this. Do you remember, like, was there a decision moment where you just like lying on like asleep and <laughs> right out of bed? I need to make Instagram content. <laughs> uh, something very similar to that. Actually, I met a guy who and it leads back to why I have 46,000 uh, followers is there is a, a program. So how Instagram grows many times is there's a strategy called follow to follow back. The idea is if I follow someone, they might notice I followed them and follow me back. So it's called the follow to follow back strategy. Now there is a this company that had automated this system. So they're following up to a million people per year and that's getting so it's kind of like PR. It's like Instagram PR. So I met somebody that had this program. They've said, "Oh, I went from like two thousand to like ten thousand. And I was like, "Oh, great! So if if that kind of thing exists, where I can get a following, like that's just happening behind the scenes, then let me put it on myself to then make great content that those new followers can then see." So I it kind of when I saw one piece of the puzzle, it kind of started the other piece, the content piece, which is the more important piece. Were you already making your own content? 
I w- no, I wasn't really. I, I, I maybe had, I used to, when I first started, I have a green screen and I would find scenes from movies and I would intercut myself into the scenes. I remember scenes. <laughs> right. Like Goodwill Hunting or Game of Thrones. And that was just, and I just did that for fun. It was just like some people play baseball. I just make green screen Instagram videos. And, you know, it started, uh, people started liking it. And then I started doing this thing called Honest Headshots, which is just a headshot where I put vulnerable feelings i'm looking one right now it's a picture of you with your uh hand on your chin yes it's giving like such a a wonderfully in on the joke shit-eating grin like eddie haskell would be proud the eyes are popping by the way in this leah hubner uh headshot by the way there we go yes let's plug her yes and then um and then the quote says i've turned to instagram for validation that's right couldn't be more real this just gives people, you know, a little bit of an idea of what yeah, the content I have a, is. I have another one where I have like the another kind of like shitting grin on my face. It looks a little pained, and I say my face when a friend books a role. <laughs> so it's just meant for a place for people to come and say, ah, like you say the. Th- I've I've met I've actually had people see me on the street, strangers, and they were like Dave from Instagram, and it was like, the best moment of my life. And because I've tapped, I found my kind of niche that I tapped into something that actors are like, you say the things that I feel. And so anyway, you have a little bit of those feedback and that got me really excited. I was like, these are touching a nerve. This is entertaining people. And that kind of set me off on the races. So practically speaking, when the fuck are you doing this? Like most people, like I know a lot of people who would love to make more content or would, you know, lots of people say, oh, I wish I could just, you know, make a lot of Instagram content, but I'm working right. seven jobs and right. I've got my audition or I've got my relationship or I've got whatever the hell that everyone has. Yeah. How are you creating the time to do this and how are you doing it so consistently? Something I learned in salon is you can teach somebody to market for a week. Right. But if that process is too difficult, they're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. And then they're actually going to be, then they're going to say, well, marketing is stupid. Yeah. So how, how, where's the time for this and how do you make it sustainable? I think the best answer to that question, because often I get people say, you know, I know I should be doing Instagram, but oh, like I hate it. Or like, oh, I know I should be doing Instagram, (laughs) but I hate it. Right. And when people say that, my response is always, you know what, then don't do it. Like I do it because it's fun for me. I bring it back to it's a hobby. We all have hobbies that we carve out time for in our lives. Acting class it's not a hobby it's a pursuit but in a way where we've chosen to carve out in our busy lives acting class and rehearsal and whatever else a sport or whatever you've made time for it you've made time for it so if you're gonna if you're gonna decide social media is something that you want to do decide to love it and decide what about it that you love for me it's a creative outlet like i'm kind of a lazy person so like i need a reason to write something or to make something. So now I do. Because if you just make something it doesn't go anywhere, it is hard to be motivated. But if you get something, oh, I've worked on building my followers and now my video has 4,000 views and people are saying it's hilarious. Wow, that feels really nice. And so I just, just, I'll literally just wake up one day, I'll be like, I got this idea. And literally from start to finish, from writing it to doing it, it can, at the most, it'll take four hours. And like, sure, you might not have that time in one day, but sometimes I'll have the idea one day, shoot it the next day, edit the next day, release it the next day. So that's an hour each day. So if it's something you care about, you can carve out an hour for it. So let's get real practical with it. Let's take that headshot one that we just talked about. Uh, From idea to execution, how did you do it and how long did it take? 
So, yeah, pictures and videos are two different things. Some days I'll wake up because you said consistency. Consistency is pretty important when it comes to social media. Instagram will penalize you if you're not posting consistently. Because if you're not, they're saying, oh, like, uh, you're kind of losing your relevancy score. So we're not going to show you to as many people as if you're posting every other day. So some is, days, that, is that the number? Do you do you know that for a fact that it's uh, every two days or bust? It should or? be kind of uh, at least three days. Every so kind days. of almost every other day. Okay. And um, so some days I'll wake up and it'll be two or three days. And I'll just be like, oh, I need I need something to go up and I'm dry. My, my well is dry. And so sometimes with these honest headshots, I'll literally just go through my headshots and like look at the faces of them and be like, who do any of these faces like kind of spark an idea? Or I'll just be thinking like, what's what's kind of like an insecure thought I've been having or like what's something that's like self-deprecating? And recently I've been talking a lot about Instagram and Instagram likes and my girlfriend like hates people getting validation through Instagram and she thinks it's like ruining society and I'm always like arguing or it's like I you know I think it's okay like if you're doing it what the if right it's way, me though right. honey I'm happier because <laughs> right. of this are you do you right. hate me exactly of course she's my biggest fan uh, she's the best but, but she's uh, anti your Instagram but, but she's anti uh, going to Instagram for validation so then that's that's just idea I was like you know what I do turn it and I know so many other people do as well and I was like well this will just be fun to call it out so that was like probably a half an hour of mental juice and to what, get that one up. And look, to do that, you need your headshots already. You need a computer. What program do you use? It's to called have? Word Swag. Is uh, a um, caption program free, or I think it's maybe two dollars. And then you can put. It's got like a hundred different fonts and styles. So sometimes the longest thing I do is like once I have the caption and the picture, choosing what font like really like tells the story, and the because each one kind of has a different font. And again, but I like doing it. Like, you know, people nerd out over websites or nerd out over designing or building something. Like, I nerd out over what font is best for my honest headshot. And I've, what I've challenged myself to do now, different from a year ago, is challenge myself to be better. Like, before it was just like, let me just make a video and get it out there so I'm doing stuff. And I think that is a great way to start because then you, at least you're doing something. And then I think the next iteration of that is like, how do you keep improving? Because people will start to know. I had. A guy that's uh, an exec at MGM. He was like, hey, you like liked one of my photos. Just want to say I'm an exec at MGM. Not promising anything, but I'm just saying your stuff's great, and I'm going to show it around. And it's like, and nothing has happened of that, and who knows? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I've gotten hired from other things for doing Instagram stuff, so people will notice it. So the idea is just to keep getting better, like acting or anything else. Okay. I want to find a video in here. We'll cut it in as like a proper clip and just decide <laughs> okay, yes. later on in the post-production. But uh, here, is there any of these that you think would be fun to kind of look videos? at? Yeah. Is there well, anyone in here? I will say, we'll, let, we'll start with my newest ones. Yeah. Things people say to actors that feel kind of insulting. You still doing the whole acting thing? I, try, I watched your episode, but I blinked, so I missed you. <laughs> just kidding. That's cool though. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know how you memorize all those lines. Why don't you just audition for Saturday Night Live? Remember three or four years ago when you were booking all the time? What happened? Did you audition for the Hulu shows? It looked like you were having a lot of fun up there. <laughs> so, so who's getting cast in all these Netflix shows? Why don't you get one of those? Who's uh, your agent right now? Mm. No, I haven't heard of them, but they, it sounds great. That sucks, dude. They probably gave your part to some like ripped, handsome guy. Did you try auditioning for movies? You booked what, four or five things this year already? Just one? Okay. 
You should audition for cartoons. You have a great voice. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I should audition. I just love all your expressions. They're so funny. You should be on TV. You should be on TV. Oh, that's right. You have been. That's it. There we go. So, uh, first of all, well done. I laughed a bunch of times and felt horrifically seen. <laughs> Um, so fuck you for that. Um, You're welcome. With the best intentions. Yes. So uh, walk me through how much time that took you. There's a lot of cuts in there. I mean, and I don't just mean like editing, but different wardrobe, different sets. I mean, different rooms in your apartment, I'm guessing. Yes. But like, talk to me about making that. Well, I, I want to go back uh, to just how before that I'd made this one. Instagram's gone through a recent thing where like they're that program I talked about earlier about how to grow your Instagram. Instagram is cracked down on automation. So a lot of things that were working and were helping people like me grow have been have stopped and it stopped in the last three months. So things that were getting 700 likes are now getting 200 likes. And from a man who I've uh, written on my headshot gets validation from Instagram, you're like, all of a sudden you're like, <gasps> like now what's happening? Like the stuff I was making. That are was you working, past your prime? Is that I, what's happening? What Do you not have anything like. to say anymore? You just sit there and say, wow, I spent uh, two years building my Instagram and now I've gone backwards. And, uh, in, in, I have a buddy who does a fitness, and he's got you know he got his and he's going through the same thing. And so I think you can be in any business, and when this happens, it can feel tough. I mean, it we all laugh at it, but it can feel tough yeah. you know, because it's like something you've grown. So anyway, uh, I I put out a couple like honest headshots and pictures and videos, and they were all tanking. And I was like, what? Maybe I've lost my step, or maybe it's just Instagram isn't going. So anyway, but then I had this idea, and I was just like, let me make sure it's the best it can be. So I like rewrote it two or three times with different lines. I shot about 10 more one-liners that I didn't use. Did it all across the house, shot it on a 4K camera, so a little bit of a nicer camera. And I also, if you're gonna show that in the thing, uh, made a banner on top and below the video that says right on the video what is going on. So that way when people are scrolling, you don't have to guess, why should I stop on this video? It's right on the video. And that's like a tactic that I've always seen but never implemented for whatever reason. And for everyone there, the I believe it says, things people say to actors that kind of feel insulting. Yeah, so it's right on the video. So the whole time you're watching it, you're being reminded of what the topic is. And so I, uh, so from so probably all together, it took me about four hours, four to five hours, from just idea, writing the one-liners, shooting it. Sometimes you watch it. And it, it's a great acting exercise. Sometimes I'll watch the ones, and I'll be like, you know what? I didn't believe myself. Or uh, that one I was like, let me just try slightly different characters that aren't like, now I'm you know an alien, but like points of view. I'm slightly this different. actor, I'm that actor. Exactly. Or I'm my you mom, <laughs> you know, or I'm my uncle is yep. really who I was playing. And so, and I think all those just different things paid off. And then I, so I went from that one went to my highest viewed video, you know, which is like almost 5,000 now. So I went from failure, failure, failure to like a lot of effort and it really connected. And that was exciting. And then that was kind of the motivation. It, it, it goes back to what I always say about social media is content is key. Like no matter what happens with Instagram, even if Instagram goes away tomorrow and a new social media platform pops up, the one consistent thing is content. So if you practice making content and good content and content that connects with people, you will always be ahead of the game and you will always have something to show off. Do you keep like a Google Doc or something in your phone to keep ideas? I do. Yeah. And is that something you're always adding to? And Yeah, because a lot of times the well is dry and that can be as anyone that writes it's super frustrating. Sometimes it'll go two weeks. And I'm like, I don't have an idea. But now, even if I just have a one liner, I'll write it down. And then just when you're driving or something, you start connecting it. 
and then you then maybe a theme comes up and you're like oh, okay so, and then sometimes i have them and i shoot them and they're garbage and i say you know what i'm never going to release this so what do you do about i try to you say you try to post every two to three days but sometimes the well is dry or sometimes it's garbage do you still post something do you sometimes go longer than that like which one wins out Sometimes failure wins out and I don't post for a week. Other times I just post about my life. Maybe we're me and my girlfriend are on a wedding. So I, I put I do about about twenty to thirty percent personal posts and then about seventy percent posts that are meant to kind of grow my brand. Do you actually like schedule it in your calendar, like make sure you post by this time or is it internal? I it's internal. It's I, I haven't I don't know if that would that would probably be the best way to go. Uh if you were in a class, that's probably what they would say to do. For me, I'm just like since I want there to be the best content, I'm at this moment, and no one's like telling me what to do. So at this moment, I'm like, I'm letting the inspiration hit me, but I don't let. If it's been a week and inspiration hasn't hit me, I I like sit down. I'm like, all right, like it's time to create some inspiration for myself. And is there any uh, method to the madness of pictures versus video? Um, I think often pictures get more engagement, but I think for us as actors, you should get you should practice doing video because it's like a self tape and you, and you see how less is more often you see how you look and sound, you see how, how certain things read. And I just think it makes you a better actor, the more videos you use. And I've used some of my videos. I put them up on actors access and on LA casting. And the week I did that, I got like four times the amount of commercial auditions that I did before. And I like, I have a fake interview that I did with Taylor Swift where I intercut myself with Taylor Swift. And like that one's on my actors access as like a therapist guy. Or so like you meet so many actors that are like, you know, what do I do? I don't have money to build a reel together. I don't have any clips. I'm like, dude, I have an iPhone and a green screen. And like, yes, it doesn't look like the best, but like if you're going out for comedy and you don't have any comedy, like something is better than nothing. I guess something definitely is better than nothing. So talk to me about what, benefits you've seen for your career i mean there's the anecdotal this guy at mgm says something nice which is great yeah uh but do you have you been offered something because of this do you ever get a chance to sponsor anything like how how has this played out in your life yeah i mean i think they're all anecdotal in that i've been offered a few things all all small things but like i think often my friends now are turning to me and asking me to be in their stuff and or asking me to have ideas or asking me hey can you help me with this audition And they're all because, you know, I see what you're doing online or somebody just bought four of my honest headshots. They're creating a new actor website and they want to use my headshots as like kind of a branding tool to advertise, like feeling this way. Come, you know, to my website type of thing. Feeling like Dave? Feeling like their their original tagline was like, don't be this guy. And I was like, you know, can we think of maybe another (laughs) where I don't look like a huge loser? I was like, I want people, I'm hoping people laugh with me, not at me. That is so. I think, so yes, things are coming. And yet at the same time, like in one way, yes, that is why I'm doing it. But in another way, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I have control over my career. And I think, and it doesn't ever have to start or end. Like it's something I can always do, and like it, it fulfills me. And because of the likes and like the comments, you know, often we are like, "Am I any good? Am I any, am I funny? Do people like what I have to offer?" And I think, in a small way, even though sure, it's we don't want to have to have that, but as actors, what are we in this for? We want people to see our work. And like for me, it's like a great outlet for people to see it and be like, here's kind of my voice. Here's what I have to offer. What I like so much about that is I, so many actors I know who have real stress over whether they're any good, whether they're going to book enough, 
I would argue that most of them, the vast majority are good enough, but they just never got the yes at the right time. Exactly. And if you'd gotten that early yes, like I, I definitely am prone to doubt and all that stuff, but I also know that part of my acting origin story was at 14 years old, I was on Nash Bridges and getting my union card. And I'll tell you, when you just get it imprinted at that age, it's like, oh, I'm someone who gets to be on TV sometimes. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm the best in the world or anything like that, but you do feel that, I think, the right amount of entitled. Like, yep. oh, this is not something that's away from me. Once you start getting a couple of those yeses, everything else gets easier. And if yeah. there's another way that you can get that yes, saying, I like what you do, you are funny. And and also in the doing of it, to actually carve out that point of view better. Mm -hmm. My guess is you know how to pop better in your comedy now than you did before. Yeah, well, and often in auditions, you're not given the opportunity to pop the way you want because you're kind of a slave to the the content. And like for me, I don't get a lot of like guest star modern family auditions. So I'm never going to ha have tape that has like my best qualities of what I think I bring to an actor. So this controls that. So now I've given myself, here's the way I, here's what I think I can bring best to the entertainment world. And I've created it and now it lives online. And now you can see it. Now you can decide. But instead of always just saying, you know, I never got to really show off what I feel I can really do. Yeah. It gets rid of some of those potential regrets. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think every like series regular or working actor, the, the most consistent theme is like even on their worst day, they know they can do it and they know they have something to bring because they've get, gotten that validation. And like I think, yes, making content and uh, choosing to have a brand online can give you a piece of that. I'm going to step sideways for just a second on this. What do you do for a day job? I do this. So this is it. This is the I've been working in social media for 10 years, started out at a PR firm. They were social media was just popping on screen and they were like, Dave, you're a young guy. You figure it out. And then I took that experience and then was hired as a social media director at a PR firm in the days of where Facebook was king. Instagram didn't even exist. They thought there was another thing that was called like um, I forget the name of it now, but there was Instagram and there was something else, hips, hipstagram or something. <laughs> and my boss was like, it's hipstagram that's going to hit. <laughs> and then like, and I didn't even understand Instagram. I was like, why? We have Facebook and we see, you know, what's happened, mm -hmm. uh, which the lesson is always know what's coming next. But anyway, then I left uh, that job to perform with the Blue Man Group very briefly in New York. And that when I came back, that gave me the opportunity to just say, I don't want a day job anymore. So I hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fucking Blue Man Group? <laughs> the fucking Blue Man Group. Wait, tell me one Blue Man Group story. Uh, well, I think the audition story is one of the best ones. You go in and you're like, I I've never drummed before in my life. They go, that's okay, come in anyway. <laughs> so like the the drum audition would just like follow this pattern. I mean, I mean, unless you're like have no arms, you could have followed the pattern. So then it was just uh, improv. And so like the first uh game that they play they go okay dave here we go you walk in this is at like a local theater in la okay dave you walk in you're the top detective in this field you have all the accolades in your in this in you in the world you've taken down this huge crime family but you didn't get the boss and the boss killed your family so tonight you're walking in this bar, you're alone. You notice the crime boss across the room. You see that he's sitting with his wife. Then you realize you've forgotten your gun. So if you confront him, you'll be killed for sure. Then decide to leave. Do all that. Don't move a muscle only with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! And it was three days of those type of games, and then they said we'll give you six months of drum lessons in LA, and then we'll see if you're good enough. And then they did, and then they took me to New York. They put me up in Chelsea, and then three months later, they said you're not good enough. You're caught. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it was a whirlwind of emotions. Uh, hey, you were good enough to be there for at least a bit. That's right. The, my drum teacher said. Dave, you're kind of a miracle because like to get to where, how far you've gotten to, there were people cut before me who had better drumming experience. But uh, so I'm actually trying to package the story and submit it to Moth right now. So this is good practice. Um, but um, make a short film about this. Please. I know. I oh, know. my God. I just the poster of you <laughs> in the blue with like your eyes trying to tell eight stories yep. at once. I feel like it writes itself forever blue. Yeah. Um, or not. Right. <laughs> The story of a failed blue man. Yeah, you don't meet a lot of failed blue men. You mainly either meet them or you don't. Um, so that so while that was a depressing moment in my life, it gave me the opportunity to start my own social media business, and that puts me here today. Wow. Okay. Uh, so you're making content for other people, so that sets you up to kind of make some content for yourself? Yeah, like Barney's Beanery in town is one of my clients. I have a real estate guy. There's an area of Melrose from Fairfax to Highland called the Melrose Business Improvement District, which is just basically get people to come to Melrose. That's one of my clients. So I find I've had dozens and dozens of clients over the year. And yeah, uh, making content for them. And the same mistakes they make is the same mistake actors make is – they don't they, they forget that content is key, that people they think that people should just be interested in them because they are who they are. But we all have Instagram and we all know that we don't follow a lot of businesses because I'm like, why do I want to see you tout yourself? Why do I want ads? Why do I want ads? So my job is to come in and figure out how can I make content that doesn't seem like an ad that people actually would want to follow. And that probably is exactly what you're doing for yourself, right? Each one of these is an ad for you. That's exactly right. But you, the experience doesn't feel like one. It just feels fun. It feels and like... I can use that. I, I was hired by a company in D.C. that saw one of my videos. It was uh, things, uh, people LA, things L.A. people say when home for the holidays. I think uh, I saw this yes. one. And a guy, I put it on LinkedIn, and a guy from D.C. is like, I have this business. It's pretty confusing. Can you make a funny video that explains? kind of explains my business but fun, but your way and i made three videos and he hated all of them but in a nice way he was like it's not a he's like you can give up if you want to i know it. but <laughs> in a, again in the nicest way but i was like oh i can't this is an opportunity and i really don't want to let failure get in the way of progress so then finally on the fourth one it hit and i've worked with them a number of times and they've hired me to make other videos which i just think goes to show it's all all this stuff is a work in progress and you will fail i also think instagram Actually, I mean, I say this is somebody who doesn't do enough of it, but it does offer in its platform something that should make it, I think, a little less scary, which is every if you're doing a video, it's a minute. Like you can't, 60 seconds. You can't go longer than that. And I think by saying you can't create more than a minute, how complicated are you really going to get with it? I think it sets you up for more success. And what I do too, anyone that's thinking, okay, I'm kind of interested in this, but I don't know, you can look at my stuff. I have a guy, there's a guy that online that has like 2 million followers and he makes the kind of videos I do and he's my inspiration he doesn't know that he is but I'll often watch his videos and I'll be like okay I see what he's doing I do see want to name check him or not I think I, I I don't mind uh his name's Trey give me a second here I know we don't like dead time that's fine okay Trey Kennedy I was gonna put in lots of like funny sounds and stuff but <laughs> you we still didn't can even, still can <laughs> I'm just gonna put in the Jeopardy music it's gonna be great we're gonna put in some drumming <laughs> blue man drumming yeah um so we learned from him. Tell me now, 
talk more about how you grow followers. So we talked a little bit about this following back and finding, but you say a lot of that automation is done now, right? So if people want to grow their social media and they are showing up to make some content two to four times a week, besides making the content, what do you need to know about how these things work to get people to pay attention? It's a tough time. This is a new time, so I don't have all the answers right now. I'll start from the beginning and say, if you want, if you decide, okay, you know what? I'm going to make like social media kind of a priority in my career. First decide, what are you bringing? For me, like I make a lot of content for actors, actors for actors. And like I found a niche and that makes it easier because then every day I'm not trying to think like about everything. I'm trying to think about how does this connect? How can I connect with other actors who feel vulnerable. Um, so that's what I decided. Some, you know, you, you mainly see models. So I think a lot of times, like I'm not the best looking guy in the world. A lot of people are better looking and you see like, it's real easy when you go to these social, like I went to a SAG social media seminar and the guys are like, you know, you just take pictures and you put them up and like your following grows that way. Both were male models. All their pictures were on the beach. I'm like, meanwhile, half the class is like overweight people. I'm like, and they're like, what about me? And they're like, no, it's the same. I'm like, no, it's not the same. You got to work twice as hard, unfortunately. So if you're not like bikini pics or a supermodel, I think you have to decide what what is your voice? What are you trying to share? What kind of is it just funny videos? Great. Is there a specific kind of funny video? And then so you do that. And then you find people who have bigger following than you that do the same. And then you can either reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I've just started making these videos. I don't know if you would mind giving a shout out or be in one of my videos. How do you videos? reach out to somebody like DM. that? So you just find them and you shoot them a DM. That's what uh, I've met guys at that same SAG social media. This one guy reached out to Cedric the Entertainer. He had had some success by then. He goes, hey, I make these videos. Would you be in one? And he said yes. And so, but the old tried and true way is you could also go into, like for me, like Joel McHale. And I kind of have a similar style. So you might go into Joel McHale's following and follow his followers. Because the thought is if they follow him, they'll follow you back. Or if they're commenting on something Joel McHale says, you can comment it back. So it's all about... The hard work is going in and you really have to put in legwork and engaging and finding people, kind of putting your name in front of other people on Instagram to say, hello, I'd like to introduce myself. You don't say that, but that's- Yeah, so what would that actually look like? Like practically, I'm trying to imagine what the message looks like to a fan of Joel McHale's to get them to look at yours. Well, mainly what I do is I just, for though, if I'm just trying to kill time, I'll just sit there, I'll watch a show and I'll follow his followers. So just for 30 minutes, I'm just indiscriminately following. And so though, it, and you want to follow mainly people that have less than maybe 2,000 followers. Because if they have 100,000 followers, you're going to get buried. Yeah. So you want to follow people that have follow, small followings. Or if you look through and somebody's commenting and you think, I always just try to think of a funny, like one person had like a picture of them on the beach and they were like a comedian. I was like, well, you know that famous saying, yes, sand. And they're like laugh and then they follow me. <laughs> Cute. So it's like just fine. I mean, it's hard work. It's time consuming. It's not fun. But it's just about finding people that will be interested in your content. And I think the goal is finding someone who's big enough, who's interested in your content, who will share. Okay. That also matches up with what I hear makes social media more healthy for people, that people who engage with it tend to have a more positive reaction and people who scroll uh, like creepy voyeurs, and I say that being a creepy voyeur yeah. most of the time, that that it 
it becomes an isolating experience, something that other people are doing that you're not, and yeah. then you end up turned off to the entire thing. And now I'm describing the Brian Norris story. <laughs> Enough about me. Um, there is still some automation tools that can do automatic likes or a much scalar back version of auto follow. There's also auto DM. So like if some everybody that follows you might get a message. So say you have a YouTube channel and that you've been working on and you want everybody who follows you to see your YouTube channel. So you could make you could use a program that's only like five dollars a month. So every time someone follows you, they you go by, hey man, or hey, what's up? Thanks so much for following me. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you check out my YouTube page. Here's a link. Now you'll probably get three percent of people doing that, but still, like, do something. Like, even three percent is better than nothing. So I think a lot of these people get really upset because they're like, my first video got two hundred views. I feel like a failure. It took me two years to get even where I am, and even now I'm going backwards sometimes. So you gotta just know that everything is gonna take a while, and it's more than just making the content. It's putting in the work to PR yourself to get the content out there. Okay. You know, an old teacher of mine once, it's a saying I love, which is those who work a lot work a lot because they work a lot. And I feel like this is exactly what you're talking about because you're creating your own work. That's actually leading you to create more of your own work. Sometimes people are asking you for work from that. It helps your business work. It helps your acting work. It helps your reputation. It helps your Instagram. And it all kind of. And we've been talking about a lot of Instagram, but I post all my videos on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Because there are different audiences on each one. Different people are following me on each one. So diversify where you put the stuff. And sometimes I advertise some of my... I just put like 15, 20 bucks behind some of my videos on Instagram. Because I'm like... The the goal is actually... I'm like, how can I get an agent at William Morris to see my... Have my video end up in his feed? I think the only way besides the... follow, You never know who you're following. So the follow, follow back. But also if I, I advertise and I put like the demographic of like... Men and women that live in L.A. that are a certain age that work in the entertainment business. And so then I, I have a not a high percentage, but at least a percentage chance of getting my stuff seen by people that are important. And that's my goal. That is, I mean. Okay, so I'm trying to think if I have any last questions about this right now. Um, you think that people should do this. You think they need to make their own content. The other thing that I wanted to say about this is it seems like you didn't set out to say, what are other people going to find funny? It seems like you started with, what do I find funny? Yeah, okay. you're, you're exactly right. Well, I think I've, they've, they've molded together. At first, mm-hmm. I started, what, here's what I find funny. And then I hear, see, what are people commenting? Like, what are they parroting back and saying, oh, my God, this line really connected with me or this video? So then I match, like, what do I think is funny? And then what's really connecting with other people? And I use that feedback to make my next video. And so I am thinking about my audience, but I'm also wanting to bring my best talents to that. So engagement from other people does make your numbers higher. It also makes your content more specific and better. Yeah, I think uh, I think as any writer goes to, to writes a script and takes it to people and says, "What's your feedback?" I don't. I'll ask my girlfriend what she thought of a video, but my feedback is often because I, you know, don't let per, per, uh, perfection get in the way of progress. So some videos, I'm like, I'm not sure this is the best one, but I think it's good enough that I'm going to put out there and I'll see if it connects. And sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I learn from that. Awesome. Uh, a couple last questions. Yeah. So you said you got to know what's next. Yeah. What is next? There's an inst- there's a platform called TikTok that's like become uh, it's not bigger than Instagram but it's it's the fastest rising social media platform in the world. Now the only negative for a guy that's 35 is its main demographic is 13 year olds. So uh, and for my clients that doesn't really work either. I've done some dabbling in it. It's like Vine if people remember Vine. It's just shorter videos, vertical, and it's just people doing kind of stupid crap. But that's but it's it's growing. I think everyone's seen that one of the cat that like 
they put over. Yeah, yeah, and there's one where like there's singing that song where it's like. I'm gonna, not going to try. It's the Billy Ray Cyrus and the rapper uh, song. Oh, it's the one that's been number one. Yeah, forever. Yeah. There's this part Old of the Town song, Road. Yes. There's part of the song where everybody jumps and they jump cut and they're wearing different clothes. That There's like 10,000 videos of them doing that. So anyway, uh, as Instagram and Instagram might be hiding likes soon. And that's very concerning for a lot of us that work in branding because likes is kind of currency. Can, is it that other people can't see the likes? Yes. I heard that you would still be able to see. You them. can. But I think the part. But everybody wants credit. Yeah. If you're a business, you want everyone seeing like, hey, do you see I got 20,000 likes on this thing? If you can't say that, then yes, internally. But like, well, you could screen cap it, couldn't you? You. I have. I've been thinking like. If they do that, there's going to be a program that like can maybe auto just throw it on or like mm -hmm. have a running count or something. Yeah, someone's going to figure that yeah. out. But I, I would go back to what I'm saying. What uh, What's next? I don't know what's next, but whatever happens with any of those, making good content will always still be key. And lastly, we hit this a little bit, but just to make sure. So should you hit social media from all sides? Like, Do you want to make sure that it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, et cetera, or, or is it sometimes better to specialize in one? Well, I have specialized in one, Instagram, because everything's 60 seconds. You don't need a 60-second video on Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. Those can be minutes long. 60 seconds allows me, as you said, it's short. I have a confined time, and it forces me to edit and make my content super crisp. Nothing can be long. So I think decide what kind of content. A lot of people are YouTube people. I want to make two, three, four-minute videos. I want to have them super nice. I have a sound equipment, lighting guy. I want my stuff to be more like a movie. Then YouTube is your thing, and Instagram is kind of a – an advertising platform for your overall goal. I think no one should just pick Facebook, but I think Facebook, you know, over the years I have casting directors that follow me. I have, it's a great way for my family to see what I'm up to. And people share, you can't share on Instagram like you can on Facebook. So like if I have a video on Facebook, two, three, four people share, all of a sudden there's 5,000 new people that I don't even know that are seeing my content and I'm in front of them. So I think it was a wasted LinkedIn. That guy found me on LinkedIn. I was like, should I even put acting videos on LinkedIn? So it's specialize in one, but use all the distribution models is yeah. maybe the, is the general I thought. I think here. that is the thought. Um, okay, well then last question for you is if you, anything that we haven't covered yet, if you could give any advice to people listening right now, uh, is there anything else we haven't hit? Well, one, uh, I think soon we're going to be announcing the 60-second film festival through JRS. I'll be announcing that next week, so that'll be exciting. That'll get give people a reason to, if they need lack motivation before, this will be a great reason for people to make content. Winners get a free coaching. We'll be showing their videos all online, and it takes away any need that, oh, I don't have a lighting guy or a DP. Like This is meant to be bare bones of filmmaking, um, so there is no quality... Uh, assurance test. You know what I like about that? I teach the co-star class, and I'm yes. kind of a believer that if you can't hit the co-star, um, maybe don't go for the guest star yet. Right. And I know that they are different muscles, but the ability to execute something in 15 seconds, I think, shows that you can then maybe execute something over a minute to five minutes to 10 minutes to an hour. This is kind of the same thing. You want to make a movie someday, well, make good 60 seconds. Yeah. And it takes away just I'm all about eliminating barriers. Acting is just actors are so full of excuses, especially new ones. And like I think making 60 second videos uh, eliminates all barriers. We all have a phone with a camera. Buy a $10 tripod extension so you can prop the, the phone up and you're ready to go and a $15 microphone. Uh, so that's that. And then besides that, I would say look at Instagram, see what motivates you, see what you like. Look on Instagram or on uh, YouTube, see what 
laugh or makes you funny or what do you care about? For me, I'm starting to try to think about how more can I make more content that's kind of more impactful, like uh, from an activism. Like I did one of things that like the modern bro and it was all about like guys, but being really like woke and being like really respectful to women and being like, what's wrong with you? What if you're talking like slut shaming and stuff like that? Like once you start having followers, you're like, well, how can I use my voice to also make content that's impactful? Because that's also from a selfish standpoint, that's really in. So like you're doing something that's also good for everybody to see. And from a guy that everyone's like, oh, this is just like funny white guy. Now, if that funny white guy makes something that makes you think, a lot of times I think people that have defense mechanisms sees me, oh, oh, okay, like he doesn't seem like a crazy, like radical, maybe what he's saying uh, is important and I should listen to that. So I'm trying to fold that more into my content. What I like about that that I think I really want people to hear is, because we've talked so much that your videos are funny. Right. And, and that's great. Yeah. They're vulnerable. Yeah. They're vulnerable. That I think, I, I think if anything, that's the thing to call out because the humor comes from the vulnerability, is incredibly honest. And I Everything that I'm hearing from you and that I've learned watching people succeed or not succeed on social media is the vulnerability, uh, that piece of it. Because if you're vulnerable and you're vlogging for 60 seconds about some piece, that's still going to get views. Where if it's just like some random comedy, it better kill. It better kill. Or else we're going to need some some skin in the game. You're so right. When I try to write jokes, I'm like, oh, it's funny, but like someone's probably doing this better. But I'm like, no one can tap into my vulnerability like I can. And like, and I, today I was trying to write a funny meme and I was showing my girlfriend. She's like, I don't feel like that's going to connect with people as well. And that is like, when you tap into your vulnerability, you're like, how can I be so vulnerable that it's going to reach the most amount of people? And I think you're right. I think if you can tap into that, you don't have to worry about being the funniest because you're going to be tap into an honesty that everyone, even if they're not laughing, they're lo- they don't even know why they're loving it. They're just like, oh, I get it. And people like watching when they get it. And God, if you can be honest and vulnerable on social fucking media, surrounded by all those Instagram models and influencers... <laughs> Um, I think you're probably well on your road to knowing how to access vulnerability and honesty in most places. Yeah, it definitely goes hand in hand. You can't fake it. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for being this here. Fun. Uh, plug your Instagram handle. At uh, Dave Abed, D-A-V-E-A-B-E-D. Well, um, on that note, thank you so much. We're going to shake hands. Yes. You're going to feel that handshake over, over your podcast. And uh, from here, we're out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, give us a review, and tell your friends. Industry Town is now on Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere, so it should be easy to tell your friends. Also, if you want to get in touch with the show, please, please, please email us. The email address is industrytownpodcast at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. If you want to check out Dave on Instagram, go to at Dave Abed. That's at Dave A-B-E-D on Instagram. Lastly, I want to give something back to the early listeners, so I'll be announcing a fun little giveaway Ooh, at the top of the next episode. Check that out, and maybe, just maybe, you might win something. Thank you to Dave. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, John Rosenfeld Studios, and our sound engineer, Mark Winnick. We'll be back this week with another episode, so stay tuned for that. See you then.